The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to The Word in the World podcast, where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. So we are here with the wives again. Yo. Hello, hello. And uh, we wanted to tackle a, yeah. a hard, a hard topic. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so we like to bring the wives on for questions and stuff, right? And um, they, well, this is only the second time. So <laughs> not going to act like this is something we've been doing for a while. But they are back on again to answer another question. And this question is, how do we deal with sexual temptation in marriage? Yes. You mean like outside of marriage? Outside of marriage, yeah. yeah. And before we even like really got into it, we kind of wanted to talk about like why we're having this conversation. Like, what is what is the point of having this conversation? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the benefits of it? Yeah, we came up with a, f- a couple. Um, the first one would be the idea that if you're not discussing these things in our marriages, um, but we're dealing with them indivi- individually. Uh, you know, it could kind of lead you down a path that you don't want to necessarily be down. So, um, you know, not having these conversations can lead to things like divorce or cheating, uh, problems in the bedroom, different insecurities and stuff like that. Right, right, right. So we were thinking, you know, oh, we kind of know from mm-hmm. experience, right, like that having like these types of conversations you know, it's it's more important to have these conversations with the person that you're supposed to be unified with. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of times, man, like, you see you see guys who are, like, dealing with, like, sexual temptation issues. Or even women, like, they'll go to a friend. Yeah. Right? But they won't go to the person that they're actually married to. Yeah. Like, if you're one with somebody, like, why do we feel more comfortable going to somebody who we're not one with before mm-hmm. we go to the one we're one with? Right. Another reason and benefit... Uh, to this conversation it kind of draws on james 5 15 and 16 and it says and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well the lord will raise them up if they have sinned they will be forgiven therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective um so the idea here is just that um if we're not able to pray for each other's quote-unquote sicknesses um how you know are we going to be healed from these things not saying you know somebody has to pray for you for you to be delivered for something or overcome something but uh if your spouse is the closest person to you, you know, why wouldn't you want to confess that uh, sin to your spouse so that, you know, you guys can kind of work on it together and that they can be praying for you essentially right. for your for yeah. your healing. Most definitely. Yeah. So so first, I guess before we really like dive into it, I think it's always good to have like a definition of terms. Mm-hmm. Like what is temptation for ladies? I mean, I guess in layman's terms just off the top of my head if i were to define temptation um wanting something that you shouldn't have or isn't yours or something along those lines Mm -hmm. Mm. when i think about temptation i i like to think about it sometimes the thing before you you actually like to think about temptation (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I like to think about it um, <laughs> the step before actually like sinning. True, true. That's it. Okay. You know, like when you when it's it's like the desires of your flesh. Honestly, mm. you know, like mm. when you when your flesh wants something or desires something, mm. and you know. The spirit, the Holy Spirit that's within you is like, no. So it's like it's it's like a war between yourself, um, yeah. between your flesh and your spirit mm. and the thing that you're battling with before you actually sin. Mm, that's good stuff. That's kind of kind of like uh, speaking to James uh, 1, 3, 13 to 15, right? Okay. Where it says, uh, each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. So that's like that's a very weighty scripture because it's, uh-huh. it's describing like this whole process of sin and, and what's going on there. But it starts, um, it it starts with your own evil desire. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what translation this is, but I kind of mm-hmm. struggle with like evil desire. Right? Mm. I don't really know, but like everybody's tempted yeah right everybody's tempted at some point or another you know there's no temptation that is not common to man right yeah Mm -hmm. even jesus was tempted yeah you know what i'm saying and um like i think you brought this up like a couple days ago like it says that uh he first he hungered Mm -hmm. right and then the devil started to tempt him right so you see like this you know it wouldn't have mentioned the fact that he was hungry unless he was trying to point out to us like this is you know his flesh is at a point where it's hungry yeah it was desiring food. it was desiring food right Mm -hmm. so and then the devil pops up yeah ready to you know tell him to turn stone into bread Mm -hmm. so i see what you're saying it's not necessarily evil yeah it's it's just a desire and it kind of gets it can become perverted right if you lend it to the devil right and so like i guess we had this conversation recently too like mm-hmm. our, I guess our own definition of like temptation, mm-hmm. right, or something that is a little more, I guess, easy to grasp. Yeah. Right? Um, but we're saying like, all right, like you have a natural desire. Yeah. Right. Like, all right, you want to eat. You know what I'm saying? But maybe you know, or you told yourself like, I'm not going to eat. You know, this particular thing, or after this certain time, or you know, something that doesn't match up with my current diet, right? Yeah. So it's like it's something that you're going to do outside of what you're supposed to do. Yeah, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, right. So it's like it's some perversion of a desire that you have. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But I guess like just getting kind of like uh, into it a little bit, like what are some of like the general temptations that like men and women face? Because I know that like men face different temptations than women do. Mm-hmm. And then some may overlap. Well, yeah. I know for me, uh, a temptation used to be like pornography. And this was while I was married. even. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, watching porn was something that I used to do. And it was like uh it wasn't in lieu of me being like attracted to uh or i don't i don't know how to use the phrase but it wasn't because i was unattracted to my wife it was just like i was tempted to watch you know pornography though like it, it was just like i had this sexual desire and i wasn't controlling it at all it was just like Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm just feed the sexual desire, right, and, right. and and not think about uh, any kind of moral anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's funny because like I guess like um, like pornography can be seen like as such an extreme. You know what I'm saying? But it's like prior to even getting to that, right? It's mm-hmm. like you know you could be on just Instagram. 
Yeah. You know, and like see some female with like a nice figure or shape or something like that and just get all drawn into her pictures and start mm -hmm. following her or liking her pictures and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I kind of wanted to ask the lady because I know they don't, they don't, they don't have the same set exactly. Yeah. I know we said that there is some overlap, but like what are some of the, you know, the temptations that the ladies face, you know? Well, I mean, one, I think one for us is like, I guess the lust of the eye, if you will. Mm. You know, um, I was telling Jay a couple years ago that I actually had to stop watching Power because I found myself like lusting after ghosts. Like it was like I just liked his character, like his, uh, you know, the the role that he played, and I found myself like, you know, on my leisure time, just kind of like looking him up on Google. Like, what is he doing? What is ghost, his what's ghost though? <laughs> <laughs> what a creep! Yeah. <laughs> You are a creep. <laughs> so I had to stop watching it. And I think that, you know, a lot of women, like, they they casually say things like, oh, he looks good or, like, that's my crush or whatever. But I feel like, you know, that's just something that it's, it's a small seed that you might think is innocent because you're just mm -hmm. watching him on TV. But, you know, you can start to imagine him when you're in bed with your husband. Not, not saying that that's what I did. But I'm saying that, oh like... God. <laughs> No, that wasn't man. me. Rough time, man. I'm just, just, just saying that, like, man. over time, but it's you know. It's a real thing, yeah. Yeah, you don't want it to, like, grow in your head, and then you start doing it to more and more people. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. But yeah, that's one way. Now, it's know? funny you talk about TV shows. I was telling, <laughs> I was telling Ash about this the other so day. She was like, you better not say this on the pod. But I'm oh, going to say no. it. Here I go. Here I go. It's so corny. It's corny, it's but brilliant. it was real. It was real. But, like, she used to watch, Um, this was a long time ago, like, maybe, what, 2012, 13? Probably um, earlier than that. Maybe. Uh -huh. But, like, I don't know why, man. It was like Bad Girls Club was a problem for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I can it, understand that. If you, like, look back at the shows, you're like, Really? Yeah. Like, you know, these these were a problem, but it was the it was the energy behind the show. It's like everybody's wild, everybody's crazy, they're mm -hmm. like sleeping with a lot of dudes kind of thing, you know. I wanna get wild and crazy. Yeah, like <laughs> they have they have they <laughs> you I wanna creep, be wild man. and crazy too. Right. Yeah, like but it's real. No, that's so you real. Know, it's real. You know, mm -hmm. man. Like just watching TV. Yeah. Like it wasn't a porno. It was yeah. regular TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, that's so yeah. real. But I mean, I, I can appreciate the honesty, though, because I mean, like you said, it can come off as something so innocent as just watching TV. But I mean, when you turn the TV off, you're still thinking about it. Like, mm -hmm. that's a problem. It's not just some innocent TV crush. And then, like Rashida said, she going online, looking them up. And Marcus <laughs> may have gone online to look at the bad repeat girls. It. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, next thing you know, you following on Instagram. You and then DVR you like it. You in their DMs. And who knows what else? I mean, DVR. Oh, DVR. No, we ain't okay. never had DVR, though. So I mean, he wasn't running <laughs> nah. it back. TiVo. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, though, like, uh -huh. something so innocent could turn into a bigger problem if they're on your mind. Like, once, I mean, once you turn it off, then what? Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, your too. Your mind doesn't turn it off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or you start thinking to yourself, like, I wish I wish my partner was. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I wish my partner was wild and crazy. Right. <laughs> you know? Wish she was fighting naked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like that kind of stuff is real, man. You know, very, and then very I, real. The ladies uh, were mentioning something earlier too. You know, as, as a temptation that I I really had never thought about before. But mm -hmm. they said like the temptation to be like desired by people, right? Mm. Like for I mean, just a quick example. 
um, you getting dressed to go to work in the morning. I mean, you may have the black dress that covers everything, or you may have the red dress that shows everything. Mm. And you may think to yourself, hmm, I know Johnny down the hall is going to see me in this red dress today, so maybe I should, you know, put some extra attention into how I look because I know I'll see him today. Yeah. Or I could dress modestly and re- show respect for myself and my marriage by wearing this other thing. So, I mean, you, I mean, it comes down to those everyday decisions. I mean, and even in your clothes, how yeah. you act at work or when you're not around your spouse. Uh, mm. um, so, yeah, I mean, I do think that can be considered a temptation. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And another one for the ladies is the toys. I know a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, you know, toy parties, pure romance parties. Mm. And, you know, you might think that it's, like, an innocent thing to, like... Like, I'm just getting my hustle on. But. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but who who can compete with that? Who can compete with your toys? So, um, that's, like, another <laughs> temptation that, you know... <laughs> I feel like enters that's the real, marriage. Man. It's real. Like, the word, the word your, husband, the your husband cannot uh. compete with that vibrator. Like, put it away. <laughs> throw it in the trash. Mm. But, yeah. And I guess these are, like... I guess we come because you know the word says the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Those are kind of the three things that you know can like have you fall into sin yeah. somehow, some way. Um, but like we also, it could also be like an emotional thing too, right? It doesn't always have to be like this physical attraction or physical temptation to be desired yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it might not start off that way, right? Right, but it can like lead to that, right? Like, uh, like a lot of people make the joke, like I got a work wife, work husband, yeah. kind of thing, right? But you go ahead, but no, I was just gonna say, side note, you better not ever make that joke. Oh yeah, because that's not funny. That is not <laughs> funny. Not funny. Uh-uh. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but you could have like a. <laughs> I don't know why they call that a joke. Yeah, <laughs> nope. <laughs> but you could have like somebody at work or something, you know, that you kind of like confide in, mm-hmm. you know, in ways that you're not even comfortable confiding with your spouse. With you your may spouse, even talk right? to them about your spouse, like yeah. yeah, he got this going on, or she ain't been doing this, and it's like y'all yeah. are building this emotional bond, this right. mental connection, and you think it's innocent, and all of a sudden, like that person may, you know, and suddenly say, hey, like, yeah, you know, suddenly right, you like, person, oh, that person, they are kind of cute. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whoever you're sharing all this information with, like, especially if you're sharing the shortcomings of your spouse, they may, you know, store all that in their memory and then they start popping up doing all the things that all your spouse things, yeah. right, yep. isn't doing or you think that you think that your spouse isn't doing, you could be overlooking, who knows, but exactly. um, yeah. yeah, that person could start trying to fill in the blanks and then next thing you know, it's not emotional anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then also, like, uh, bonding with people who you may think is more innocent, like, you know, uh, a friend of your spouse or, like, a sibling mm. of your spouse, something mm. like that, where wow. it's like, oh, yeah, we cool, you know, we, we really get along, we vibe, and da-da-da-da-da, we got our little inside jokes, and da-da-da-da-da, wow. but it's like little bit too much of that you know yeah. and it could turn into something else where you thinking about this person now and you know uh especially if the person is physically attractive if you yeah. got both of those things going on then you know you're you're walking down a slippery very slope. slippery slope yeah yeah so i guess like uh it's good that we kind of like like talked about like all these different types of temptations right mm. some of them I, I really hadn't thought of but I feel like we have this tendency to say things like, you know, like once you marry, you know, you shouldn't be tempted no more. Yeah, yeah. Once you marry, you shouldn't, you know, look at other women yeah, or yeah. other men no more, you mm-hmm. know. And Why like, are you looking at her? 
You a married man? Yeah. Why are you looking at her? Right. Yeah, like mm. is that even is that even logical though, or or you know a reasonable thing to even say? Well, what do I you mean, think? It's, it's definitely hard to turn the switch off. Mm-hmm. You know, like the day of, like just turn it off. I think that you know you kind of have to prepare yourself to, you know, go through this process of like renewing your mind every day mm-hmm. and catching yourself in those moments, like making sure that. You know what those moments are. Actually, Jay and I um, one time had a conversation about Uh-oh. the uh, <laughs> <laughs> about the the things that happened before cheating. Mm. Like, what mm. are some wow. of those things that happened before cheating, so yeah, that yeah. if we ever find ourselves in a situation like that, we know how to nip it in the butt quickly instead of letting it wow, fester. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. what was some of that stuff? Um, you know, I don't be listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know one of them was like when I used to have a nine to five was like going to lunch with like the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. It, it it depends. Like you know, some people you're able to you know draw your 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 border lines or whatever. But for some, that might be a problem. Like mm-hmm. yeah. so, I know that was one of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just want. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, that's a whole different topic yeah, yeah. yeah it was like a list mm-hmm. so let me let me ask this then right i feel personally and i think you guys are kind of talking to the same thing but like it's unreasonable or totally illogical to be like we're not going to be tempted anymore yeah after after marriage we talked about it already like even jesus was tempted right so yeah. it's like and i'm, I'm before but, not but, to cut you off yeah. but like i came across first corinthians six eighteen, right okay. and it says flee from sexual immorality right that's just mm-hmm. the first part of the verse but like it just gave me this idea of like because you know when, when you're god gave us sexual desires for a good reason like he meant it for good you know mm, right. so like you know when you're growing up maybe you become 11 12 13 years old and you start to like get these urges and attractions to people uh-huh. and stuff like that and it's for a good good purpose you know so you can find a wife and da 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 but like we you know we sometimes pervert that in the meantime so like i feel like the scripture there is telling you like to flee from something Obviously, to flee from something, you have to have been with it or near it, you know, and it's like we are all fleeing from the sexual immorality and all of the different uh, desires that we used to have prior to marriage. But it's like some of us may be a little bit further from that stuff than others, but we're still trying to, like, get away from it. But it's like as a spouse, you have to realize, like, hey, we both have stuff, whether it be like anything it could be like oh you're bad money habits or you're this or you're that and it's like this other thing is there too like lusting for other people is still there i'm still fleeing from it but you know we yeah. gotta address it but go ahead with that being said right like how you know how should we like make a transition from being like single to married as far as like sexual temptation is concerned because you know like rashida said earlier and like you just said now like it's not some switch, you know, you don't put a ring on somebody's finger and then suddenly all their sexual desires or temptations or things that they were dealing with, you know, just in that realm of life mm-hmm. doesn't just disappear mm-hmm. in that moment, right? What should that transition look like? Like, are there things that we, you know, should be thinking or doing or putting into action that could help us with that, that transition? Because mm-hmm. it's a totally different life now. Like you said, once you decide to get married, the temptations don't disappear. Like attractive people don't just all of a sudden, you know, end up invisible. Right. They're still there because <laughs> like you're gonna see people in your day to day life that are attractive. You can be online. You may see someone that's attractive. But as far as like dealing with those things, like 
I like to use social media for an example. Like if you're following somebody or you know that you follow accounts that, um, I don't know, as a woman, you see half naked men or men with their shirts off and they got like eight packs or whatever. Like if that's something that is taking your attention away from your marriage or like that you find yourself thinking about <laughs> when you're not with your spouse or if you see uh-huh. your spouse and uh-huh. you're like, uh-huh. you know, I wish he had uh-huh. an eight pack or, you know, yeah. he, you need to work out because you need to look like this, that and the other. Like I feel like hmm. you're giving yourself too much what man? Because you were telling me I need to work out recently. <laughs> I'm concerned about your health. <laughs> no, but I'm getting old, huh? Like, I mean, unfollow, block, whatever you have to do, uh-huh. or like if when and like you've used this example before too. Like if we're in public and you see an attractive woman, then what's the first thing I do? I look at you like you look to see if you're looking. <laughs> and right. over the over time, like Marcus has made the like conscious decision to look the opposite direction because he knows. That I'm gonna look at him because, like, I know the type of woman that he would probably look at. Yeah. Well, I think I do anyway. So if I see that, I'm like dead in his face, like you look at, and he'll <laughs> purposely, like, out of respect for me, like look the other way once he sees like what's in front of us or like, yeah. you know. And that's something that he didn't always do that. Like I used to catch him all the time yeah. and catch real attitudes about it. But I mean, I think that that's something that I can respect about him that he now does out of respect for me in yeah. our marriage, like. Look the other way. I mean, as corny as it is, he always says, like, I'm going to look at the ceiling. I ain't even going to look in the direction. If yeah. I see something that might disrespect, you know, you and you know, tempt me to, I guess, look a second time. Yeah. I think I mean, the interesting, I'm sorry, cut you off, but I don't want to speak for, for him. But, like, I think he also doesn't like the idea of wanting to look. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I think that's a big point of what of the reason that we want to have this convo is because it's like, let's say that husband who's sitting there with his wife looking at, I don't know, whatever show, the Kardashians. And like, yeah, yeah they just sitting there laughing, but he's he's in his mind like, dang, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that's <laughs> that, that could be a struggle for him. And yeah. he's like suffering. Like, you could be out and you don't want to be looking at these girls, but you're like, man, like, I just can't control myself. I'm just looking at all these butts and stuff. But, yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, I was going to change it totally, but... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> looking at all these looking butts. Jason like... What are you going to say? Jason be like... Not that I would do that. <laughs> no, but I was going to say, uh, just going off of Ashley, like, uh-huh. and off your question, it, it's like a process. So, I guess, like... You know, it's not the first thing that's on your mind when you first get married. Like, what tempts me? Mm. You know, it's not the first thing. Like, you're all happy about it. But as you go through the marriage journey, if you find yourself doing things in secret, you Mm. know, like, those are the moments I feel like you should start nipping in the butt. Like, anything you really wouldn't do in front of your spouse or say in front of your spouse and know that they wouldn't catch an attitude, be in your face like Ash, Mm -hmm. then you shouldn't be doing it. Like, it's something you should question and ask God to, like, help you get rid of. But Mm -hmm. anything done in secret. Yeah, even, like, because in in the temptation list, we had uh, masturbation up there and we didn't mention it, but that's one of those things, like, you could do that in secret, you know, and it's like... You may think, oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, doing this, my, my usual. But it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's just going to what you say. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Like, like masturbation is detrimental because it can allow you to lose uh, hunger for your spouse. Like wow. you're you're pretty much cheating on your spouse with yourself. yourself. Mm-hmm. And wow. so um, that's why it's so detrimental and why I feel like, you know, some women actually um, might push their husbands to do it because they don't feel like it. 
and they're not understanding that like that actually like pushes them away when it is time that you want to do it it's yeah. actually pushing them away to desire them themselves instead of you oh so yeah. yeah that's a great point i wanted to just go back a little bit to when you said like you would catch me like looking up or away like because your initial reaction to that i think was kind of most women's reaction or not even most women's reaction but most spouses reactions to their partner when they see that their their partner is you know might be dealing with something or mm. you know what i'm saying or trying to fight something right mm. which is like because i think do you remember your original response nah you what, don't what was it? What was it? <laughs> so i'm excited to hear this yeah so a little story <laughs> little story remember. you don't remember so no. all right so we were on vacation one time and um we were both sitting down, and there was, like, this woman who walked by, really, really tight dress, right? And so I see the dress, and I'm like, all right, time to look up. <laughs> I looked up. I'm just admiring the decor on the ceiling and stuff like that, right? <laughs> and as soon as she sees me do that, she sees the woman. She's like, oh, you funny. You real funny. <laughs> you trying to look up to avoid looking at that woman over there? And I was like, oh, my God. Dang ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But it's like, but I mean, like that was that was early on, you know, before we kind of like, you know, just talked about these kind of things, right? But it's like, if you see your partner trying to do something to respect you, or just kind of just showing you, like, all right, either I'm respecting you, or you know, I might be dealing with something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like to kind of embrace the fact that they are actively fighting. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes, and that's that's another reason we don't even have like these types of conversations in our relationships anyway. Is because of things like uh, our insecurities or just like us possibly being like offended, you know what I'm saying, mm. or something like that. Like I'm, I'm thinking about the case of a man who comes to his wife and he's just like, "Hey, you know, uh, I have a I have a, a pornography problem." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm dealing with something, and mm-hmm. the answer could go two different ways. It could either be, you know, oh, I didn't know. You know, we can work on it together. Maybe we can change some things in our relationship. You know, to, you know, I, I could be more affectionate. What do you need? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing, right? Let's work on this together. Or it could be like, oh, for real? More real? Like, like you got to look at pornography mm-hmm. in order to, you know, get off when I'm right here? Mm-hmm. What am I not enough? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if we, and the reason I brought that up is because I think if we can remove the being offended part and say, okay, like my partner is struggling. Yeah. My, my other half is struggling. Mm-hmm. Like let's get the offenses out of the way. Let's get the insecurities out of the way, and like actively deal with this together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's how it was for me with the porn thing because it was bleeding over into our sex life. Where like I, my desire to have sex wasn't like where it should be because I knew that I had you know porn to go to if I wanted my sexual desire fulfilled basically and I saw that it was like affecting us you know and I was like all right like this something's going on here Uh but I had to have like you said have that conversation and be like look you know here's what here's here's why this is happening (laughs) (laughs) wow that's real though that's real Mm -hmm. man yeah yeah that's real so I'm just kind of like you know making a point like if we see that going on or we know you know like this is this is something they're dealing with, or this might be a uh, mm. we call it triggers. This might be a trigger for my spouse. Like yeah. let's let's embrace the fact that they're they're fighting against. Them. Yeah, you and another thing too is like we as dudes, especially, we can go to our boys and talk yeah. about this stuff all day, right? right. And like we we can talk about uh, 
even if it's an issue, like we'll be like, man, I can't stop looking at porn or, you know what I'm saying? Or we'll just talk about, yeah, I like porn and da 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 those kind of conversations. Yeah. Like guys tend to do that. But it's like with your wife, the person that you live with, you're closest with, you're one with, you leave these parts of your life out. And then if you have boys who aren't married and stuff like that, like, you know, now they think like, oh, it's okay. Like I can send you a picture of this and send you a video of that. And you, you on board because like, I know you watching porn. You live in just like me you just mm. married yeah. you know what i'm saying wow. yeah so yeah i mean i know personally i had to go tell a group of my close 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 friends from home like hey you know i know i'm in this group chat you know and like i love y'all but certain things that yeah. are going on in here these pictures or the content the conversations i can't be a part of them because it's hurting my marriage at mm -hmm. this point like it's mm -hmm. not helping me so i'm you know i'm out of here type of thing and you know our our bond is such that they were like nah like well we we, we got you dog like we're awesome. we gonna we gonna chill out yeah and i really appreciated that like that, that was just that's a whole different thing you yeah, know but yeah. like now that's awesome though man but yeah but for guys we may have to like you gotta man up <laughs> in in ways that you may not think is yeah. necessarily like you know a that's, cool that's thing like the to opposite do. of man and yeah in today's society right like being like hey guys i actually don't want to look at a yeah. woman chill with the butts man yeah. <laughs> calm, calm down with the butts <laughs> i was gonna add i mean the word that came to mind when you made that comment was like weakness like no no man wants to at any point feel weak or mm. appear weak wow so i mean if i were i don't i can't imagine that any man would want to go to their wife or I mean even to another man like you said and be like hey I'm struggling with this I can't stop looking at this woman that I work with or whatever like nobody uh, want, no man yeah really wants to step into that position wow. to say that I struggle with this and I struggle with that because they don't want to feel weak yeah. or appear weak so I mean I think that's another issue or another hurdle I guess as to why they may not want to admit to the problem especially yeah. to their wife if they're supposed to be like the lead and the head of the household they mm. don't want to really show weakness yeah, yeah. i got this issue <laughs> right i got yeah. this issue and i mean like it just makes me think too like when you say uh, like weak like uh the other things that could cause people to not want to talk about this kind of stuff would be like like being ashamed of it yeah you right. know like i think about like um especially like you know if you if you form some emotional connection or something with somebody or you know you do i don't know i keep porn is so easy to kind of bring up you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying but like some of these things that you fall into temptation somehow yeah you know but you might be ashamed of it or you might you know feel dirty like we could handle these types of things maturely you know and like allow like the thing is right we ought to have like set an atmosphere within our households or with our loved ones or whatever where they feel like they can really come to us yeah with anything no matter how dirty or shameful or you know um, even if you cheated right even if you cheat, even yeah, you yeah, yeah. even if you cheat, that's that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. That's a really really tough one. But I mean, like we, we gotta. <laughs> I guess the point I'm trying to make is like we we are living for God now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And we are we are trying to honor this marriage. You know, so if we both have that same common goal, you know, then you know, and then understanding like God's forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? And the way we're mm. supposed to be forgiven the same way he's forgiven. Like, these types of things, you know, they happen. Yeah. And I think we have to kind of just, like, understand who we are supposed to be as Christians. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, you know, let somebody run over you or anything like that. But, yeah. like, you know, it's like, let's let's be striving towards the goal to honor the marriage 
covenant that he created. No matter what. No matter what. Yeah. 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 So um, one thing I did want to ask you guys. I wanted to add something Go to ahead, that. Um, I was just going to say that I think another reason why people may not feel comfortable talking to their spouses um, is because I always relate to bringing social media up because I feel like that's a huge like part of a lot of these social issues that we have now. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that because of the pressures of things like social media to appear perfect mm. and to appear as though we, you know, we're happily married, we don't have any problems. Right. People start to actually believe those lies or believe their Instagram lives or believe the rhetoric that they've created online yeah. mm-hmm. to the point where they don't ever want to face the reality of what their life is really like offline. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that that is a barrier too. like just creating this, false you know rhetoric online and not wanting to face the reality of what it really is so you don't want to let anyone down online or you don't want to you know break this image that you've created even i mean you don't have to share your faults online but with facing yourself is hard a hard thing to do yeah Yeah. so if you've created this you know fake person or fake marriage or not even fake marriage but just like it's not authentic so i think that's another thing that creates a barrier between trickles over to the rest of your life wow so i mean i just i think it boils down to the fact that you know like we're all in our fleshes you know we're all human we're all gonna have these shortcomings and we shouldn't be afraid to talk about them right yeah yeah yeah. and like right like the more real we are about everything the closer we are to get into a solution Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like oh man you brought up a scripture earlier about like confessing our sins to one another mm-hmm. right so that we could actually be healed yeah you know what i'm saying and um like just just being open and honest with each other like that is you know what do they say about like people who i don't know like are, are dealing with things like being able to say what it is that you're dealing with is like the first step to, oh yeah. yeah yeah you know if we're married we should find that ear in our house yeah it's kind of a challenge too you know what i'm saying like a challenge to for us to be mature enough yeah. to be able to have those conversations. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this kind of, even the conversation we're having today is after, you know, years of marriage, years of following Christ, years of, you know, understanding, you know, like what is important, you know, like mm. this, this is not like um, some day one kind of stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we, we kind of are really striving to honor this thing. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think for ladies, um, to to create an environment that your husband feels like really really comfortable with is to make sure that you reduce the ridicule you know i know we can Mm. make a lot of little jokes and little slack comments and stuff like that but i feel like we definitely need to learn to be like huge forgivers and huge forgetters and expert at it honestly so that we kind of create an environment where our husbands and vice versa Mm -hmm. husbands as well uh, create an environment where we know that like you're going to forgive us like you have grace and mercy towards us so so that we feel most comfortable coming to you about our most inner thoughts mm-hmm. yeah because I, I don't think that that's the case yeah. for most people and to be honest i mean that's something that we that's a place we recently gotten to you know what i mean like very recently you know i like how you kind of went into like things that we should start doing like attitudes we should start having because we kind of put together like some action items mm-hmm. or like 
things for people to um some takeaways some takeaways like you know how do we deal with this kind of stuff you know and we kind of start off like with just like the individual like if you are you know the one facing the temptation Mm -hmm. like what what should you do yeah you know what i'm saying Uh, ash mentioned it earlier like i look up at the ceiling Mm -hmm. i will stare at the floor you know what i'm saying i will i will start digging dirt from under my i'm telling you all my secrets But I would start doing all kinds of stuff just to avoid it, you know. Yeah. But like, it helps me though, you know what I'm saying? Because it's it's helping me to not fall into like Jesus says, if you lust after a woman, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You've committed adultery in your heart. Mm-hmm. Last thing I want to do is commit adultery on my wife or yep. in God's. Even though she may be like, that ain't adultery. God is still like, well, that's adultery mm-hmm. to me. You know what I'm saying? So I, that's the last thing I want to do is is do something that he's not pleased with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'll do anything else to not even be close to that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, but having a plan of action, you know, is, is something like find find your thing. Like if you know, like, all right, I really want to do this thing that I'm tempted to do right now. Here's my go-to instead. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder, does anybody else have like any, <laughs> or is that just me? Well, I know for me, like... <laughs> I mean, I just started exercising more and stuff like that. That kind of helped me, like, uh, deter my mind from thinking about, I guess, like, uh, sex as yeah. much, you know, because uh, when you are hypersexual for the majority of your, your adult life, yeah. uh, teen life, you know, right? you kind of got to, like, replace that. <laughs> that space in your that's mind, real. you know. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, so, especially when it's unhealthy, you know, so. yeah. But yeah. What about if you are on the other side of this? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, your partner is dealing with something, you know, um, how do you, how can you help your partner? Mm. Uh, I mean, definitely through prayer, but Mm -hmm. like kind of going back to like, if you are the person, a lot of times I like to speak out over things. Mm. I think there's like power. Nah, Mm -hmm. I think there is power in the tongue. And so I like to speak death over some of those really bad desires that I have. So some people, something like I'll literally like mumble to myself in the moment, you know, just to give some type of sound over what is going on in that moment that it's like tempting me. And so, um, but going back to your other question. What's an example? Um, so like. If I see, I don't know, a guy that's attractive, Ghost, I guess. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> Ghost. If I see a guy that's attractive, like, um, I, I don't know. I guess I'll just start, like, speaking things like, you know, no, my husband is amazing. Like, I'll start thinking about my husband in ways that's that, awesome. you know, um, that I know that he's amazing in physically, mentally, spiritually, all those types of things. But I'll start speaking it, like, saying mm-hmm. it to myself, like... No, my husband is amazing. He's bomb. Like he dresses. I love his style, his swag, like all those things. Um, and and of course, I wouldn't entertain it because anything that you entertain, you're actually like feeding. Uh-huh. So if I'm attracted to a guy, I'm not going to like feed into conversation with him if I don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you know if it's like a business thing or if you're at work and you have to say hello or exchange emails or whatever, like that's different, but I'm not going to like entertain or feed into it 
any longer if I feel as though like I'm somewhat attracted. Which you've seen you already have and you just right. kind of build like you remind yourself like I already I already have all this. Right. I got and matter of fact it's better. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like kind of build yourself up in that way. I'm glad you brought that up too, because this was part of like this this whole episode stems from like a conversation that Marcus and I had about mm, right. stuff like this. But like during that convo you were like, you know, it's nothing wrong if I see if I say Rashida's pretty or like oh, so and so's yeah. wife is yeah. pretty, you know, and it's like because sometimes you'll have guilt even with that kind of stuff, like man, yeah. I shouldn't be saying that about my friend's wife, or like I shouldn't, I shouldn't think she's attractive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the enemy will have you, he'll he'll start to say stuff like, "Yeah, look at that, look at you. You yeah. can't even control that. You can't even like, <laughs> you can't even. That's your own wife, man's dog. wife. You you da 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 da. And it's like, no, nah, you could be able to say, you know, yeah, whatever. You know, like because. I guess my point is like God made women, men attractive, certain people, you're just gonna be attracted to them. But, you know, it start that perversion is when things get out of order. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I just remember another thing that I'll say, I'll ask God to take it away. Like take the take whatever this feeling is away like in the moment so i'll just be like you know god like whatever this temptation is like take it away like i don't want to like them i don't want to see them in that in that light at all so that's another thing you can do is like ask god to take away that particular desire Mm -hmm. you can say that to yourself all right we got it we got four more points to knock out yeah so all right let's run through them man yeah all right so one of them we have is like cultivate the attraction for each other. You know, mm. Rashida, you know, kind of just mentioned she would build up her husband in her own mind, but take that home. Not that she doesn't, but like take that home in your personal relationship and build, start building your partner up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make them feel good about who they are. And like one thing I noticed when I started like building my wife up, you know, and just telling her like, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, you know, just acknowledging it more. It's not, not that I didn't think it, it's that I wasn't cultivating it you know Mm. like we said and once i started doing that it's like i could tell that she responded to it she started putting more effort into you know like how she looked and you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. you know and like go on dates yeah you know don't just hang out don't go on a date like Like, romance each other a little bit stuff like that be purposeful with Mm -hmm. yeah i need to work on that yeah same here yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) he mentioned i was just like next point anyway so <laughs> Here we go. Running out of time. Running out of time. Uh, <laughs> Get yourself in trouble. <laughs> so another one is um finding the like psychological voids that might need to be filled so that your partner can actually feel desired. No, this is a good one. I was actually having a conversation with one of my friends, and she was telling me that um, her and her husband had like a conversation around like their love languages, mm, mm. Um, and how she told him, you know, if you. If you, you know, give me, I guess she liked affection. Uh-huh. She's like, I would really appreciate, like, if you give me a kiss before, you know, you leave the house. And when you come in, you know, acknowledge me giving me a kiss. Like, it kind of gets her filled up to hunger for him later wow. on. And then he told her what he likes, uh-huh. you know, um, and vice versa. And so they have this, um, she was telling me that they have this amazing sex life now. And I'm like, wow, like, that's a really good example or a really good um, just tactic or way to... it. <laughs> a good I think exercise for husbands and wives to discuss what are some of the ways that they are filled up in marriage <laughs> Jason hold it Yo, together man what Jason is doing is not saying that I'm joking oh. um, but yeah good good exercise for married people 
to discuss your love languages so that your spouse can fill you up so that you do hunger for each other. Yeah, I think the love language test is like something that, uh, it's not a test, but it's like just a little study, I guess. That, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't done it as a couple, you should do it uh, because like I find, because I found out that like, you know, my one of my love languages is like, uh, what is it? Group activities and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So like, what? you know, I like when like we, we or just hanging activities together. Not okay. group, not nah, yeah. Let yeah, me what? let me not yeah. Come on, man. So like, just if we do something, you know, like active together, you know. Yeah. So like, let's go like on a walks. little walk down the street. I like surprises. Too. I like yeah. gifts. That's mine. That's I told mine Jay. Too. Don't know, actually, yeah, I knew he was one. I drop all kinds of hints, y'all. Mm, I'm learning. <laughs> I love I'm getting gifts. this. I'm a slow learner. I love <laughs> gifts. So let's let's uh, move on. <laughs> no, but seriously, like dealing with like the psychological voice thing. Like, all right, I'm glad you guys brought up love languages, right? Because it's like if you are not speaking your partner's love language, then that person might really feel or believe that they are not loved mm -hmm. or desired. That's kind of what we were talking about. Like, find these voids that your partner may feel, like, so they don't have a need for anything else. Like, I, I always go back to porn because it's so easy. But like, if they're watching porn, there's a reason why. Yeah, yeah, and it's not just because they're horny, right? It's something else that they that they could be dealing with. Like, maybe it's the fact that they don't feel like you want them. And mm. This is their only option. Yeah. When in fact, you may actually want them, but it's something that they're dealing with in their mind, actually. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's a lot of little things like that. But like, have a discussion with your partner and, you know, really, really figure out, are they, are they dealing with anything at a deeper level? Right. What's the root behind this thing that's happening on the surface? It, it could was, be, you know... Yeah. Uh, trauma as a child you know sexual trauma as a child yeah um that the spouse didn't address it could have been a sexual trauma with a past person that they had sex with before marriage uh -huh. that has just kind of like tainted their entire idea around wanting to have sex and enjoying it the way that god designed it and so mm. i think you know if that's something that has happened to you um it's something that you should definitely deal with um with your spouse and try to figure out ways to overcome those things and try to get past it and mm -hmm. you know yeah 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 what's the last point babe pretty straightforward <laughs> put you on the spot Ash. <laughs> that last point baby go ahead read that last point for stop watching porn and masturbating <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Well, we thank y'all. No, 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 no. You can't just make that statement and be like, "All right, bye." Like, it's not that simple for probably most people to just be like, "All right, I'm never watching it again." Yeah. No, seriously though, like maybe, maybe on on a really serious note, I know we just cracked up. If you have somebody, or if you are a person who is like struggling with something like. Or just any of the temptations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, what is, what's the first step? Yeah. What is the first step? Because I feel like the steps can be, you know, they may look different. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the process might be the same. Yeah. And so, like, what, what would you guys say is, like, maybe just the first step? We can give people a first step. I'd say, I would say first, like, admitting to yourself, like, I can't do this on my own. Like, mm. Yeah. God, I need your help. You know, like, I don't know how to stop drinking or I don't know how to stop going, you know, outside my marriage for pleasure. Right. You know, like, yeah. so, you know, you have to go there first. And then I think, uh, like you're saying, after that, bring it up to your spouse. Uh, wow. I don't I don't even think that you should personally. Uh -huh. I don't. And I'm not. I, Jason, say this. This is not coming from the Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but nah, I think that. 
I don't think you should go to your boys or your 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 homegirls or friends or whatever. I think you should keep it in house and go to your spouse. Yeah, I like that. And what was that? You did like a challenge when you were like trying to stop watching porn. Mm. Talk about that. I don't remember what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> like Jay would uh, like set himself on challenges. Like I won't watch it for you know a month. Wow. And then, and not to say that he would reward himself after a month, but it would just be like, (laughs) (laughs) it would just keep. Wait, when this month over? (laughs) He would just keep like extending it and extending it and extending it. And I think, didn't you fast too? Wow. I did everything I could for that. Yeah. yeah. That was a rough one for me. That's amazing. The porn. That's yeah. amazing. But right? I mean, I haven't, I mean, just glory to God. I got, go, go, just glory to God <laughs> glory testimony. To <laughs> glory to God. Uh, yeah, it's been, in August, it'll be like three or four years since I've, wow. yeah. So. Wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on that, man. Glory to God, yeah, bro. It's a, it's a big thing, though. It's a big thing. And like, what inspires me is to see you fought it that hard. Like, mm-hmm. you put that amount of effort into it, like. And I, I mean, like, porn or masturbation. Yeah, like, that's, both, like, I haven't done that yet. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's and I'm awesome. like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I think, like, the Holy Spirit will convict you. Yes, sir. Of these things. You know yes, what I'm saying? Because you might, like, you might be out there and you might be like, wow, you know, I can't even imagine, like, giving something like that up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I can't imagine, like, being any other kind of way. Like, oh, this he is, just reminded me of something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think, um, like, mm. as you get closer to God, it's not like you heard, like, oh, I heard that's wrong. I'm going to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's like these convictions, you know, like, in your heart just kind of get stronger and stronger and stronger. So you get to a place where you're like, yo, this is not even... This is not godly. This is not healthy. This is not right. What he was telling me, man, I'm sorry to cut you off. What he was telling me was like, you you think your actions are only applied to you, but like y'all are married now. Y'all are one. So Mm, everything you do is like, it's going to result in an effect for both of y'all. Wow. And like thinking of it like that, like, yeah, you like you saying, babe, like doing things in secret, you may think like, oh, this is just my little time. But like, nah, like. Think about it as, as though, like, whatever you're doing is affecting both of y'all. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, you could try it out. I, I, I would say even, like, examine your marriage. And you may think, like, oh, no, nah, this this is just my little thing. It's not hurting nobody. But check check out what's going on. And I bet you there are some little, little kinks there that you may not even realize yet. But, yeah, it, I mean, ours was more obvious. Like, our sex life was getting affected. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But yeah. it could be in other ways. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. All right, well, ladies, again, we thank you all for coming on, mm-hmm. giving us your expert advice on things. Um, <laughs> yo, that sounded crazy. The expert advice on, on lust and temptation. Yeah, on lust and thank temptation. You. Thank you, thank you. Because we had no idea of these things. Uh, so, <laughs> we're well, seriously glad to have you guys again. Mm-hmm. Um, Any plugs? Check them out on Instagram. What's your Instagram handles? You can find me on Instagram at Rashida.Banks. That's R-A-S-H-I-D-A dot Banks. And you can find me on Instagram at Ashley.Gun. A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H dot Gun. Awesome. Well, we hope you all enjoyed this. Uh, If you have any questions and comments and stuff like that, hit us up on uh, IG, DM, comment, and everything, or you can email us at contact us at the word x the world.com. All right. Peace. Later. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag the word x the world podcast.
Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies. Basically, any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.